It's Sunday, September 5th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Veteran-led rescue groups say the Biden administration's estimate that no more than 200 U.S. citizens were left behind in Afghanistan is too low and also overlooks hundreds of other people they consider to be equally American. Permanent legal residents with green cards. Some groups say they continue to be contacted by American citizens in Afghanistan who did not register with the U.S. Embassy before it closed and by others not included in previous counts because they expressed misgivings about leaving loved ones behind. As far as green card holders, they have lived in the U.S. for years, paid taxes, become part of their communities and often have children who are U.S. citizens. Yet the administration says it does not have an estimate on the number of such permanent residents who are in Afghanistan and desperately trying to escape Taliban rule. Stung by the U.S. military's chaotic and deadly retreat, President Biden has promised that evacuation efforts will continue for the 100 to 200 American citizens who want to leave, most of whom, he said, are dual citizens. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has said that extends to green card holders and Afghans who supported the U.S. government during the 20-year war. It's unclear how that will work without an active U.S. military presence in the country and the Taliban-controlled Kabul airport, a major way out of the country, now closed. In other news, the U.S. Coast Guard said Saturday that cleanup crews are responding to a sizable oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico following Hurricane Ida. The spill, which is ongoing, appears to be coming from a source underwater and an offshore drilling lease about two miles south of Port Fouchon, Louisiana. So far, the growing spill appears to have remained out to sea and has not impacted the Louisiana shoreline. There is not yet any estimate for how much oil is in the water, but recent satellite images on Saturday appeared to show the slick drifting more than a dozen miles eastward along the Gulf Coast. Coast Guard spokesman Lieutenant John Edwards said response teams are monitoring reports and satellite imagery to determine the scope of the discharge. He said the source of the pollution is located in Bay Marchand, Block 4, and is believed to be crude oil from an undersea pipeline owned by Talos Energy. Next week, President Joe Biden will visit all three 9-11 memorial sites to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks and pay his respects to the nearly 3,000 people killed that day. Biden will visit Ground Zero in New York City, the Pentagon, and the memorial outside Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where United Flight 93 was forced down. He will be accompanied by First Lady Jill Biden. Vice President Kamala Harris will travel to Shanksville, Pennsylvania for a separate event before joining the President at the Pentagon. Biden's itinerary is similar to the one President Barack Obama followed in 2011 on the 10th anniversary of the attacks. Obama's visit to New York City coincided with the opening of a memorial at the site where the iconic World Trade Center towers once stood. Next Saturday's anniversary falls less than two weeks after the end of the nearly two decades long U.S. war in Afghanistan. The war was launched weeks after the 9-11 attacks to retaliate against the Al-Qaeda plotters and the Taliban who provided them a safe haven. And Willard Scott, the beloved weatherman who charmed viewers of NBC's Today Show with his self-deprecating humor and cheerful personality has died. He was 87. His successor on the morning news show, Al Roker, a 
announced that Scott died peacefully Saturday morning surrounded by his family. An NBC Universal spokeswoman confirmed the news. No further details were released. Scott began his 65-year career at NBC as an entry-level page at an affiliate station in Washington, D.C., and rose to become the weather forecaster on the network's flagship morning show for more than three decades. His trademark was giving on-air birthday greetings to viewers who turned 100 years old by putting their faces on Smucker's jelly jars and delivering weather updates in zany costumes. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Podcast and themorningnews.com.